nobody that Korshek had met in his thirty-one years of mostly traveling, nor any of the preserved writings that he knew of, had been able to tell him precisely how long ago the old world had destroyed itself in the great conflagration. Some put it at two or three generations, others said centuries, a few thought as much as a thousand years. Different schools of history had different ways of estimating, and no two seemed able to produce the same result. The ruins of cities that had once extended for miles decayed away under weather, weeds, and encroaching sands, and the machines that had animated them corroded back into the earth without divulging their secrets. He stood looking down over the site of one of those old cities now, from a stance among the rocks on the hill where they had camped the night before. It was called Escalos, in the land known as Aragain. Little appeared to have changed significantly since the last time they were here. The outer parts of what had been the original city had long turned into mounds of overgrown rubble, rising above jumbled streets of clay brick and wooden hovels, although in places the lines could still be discerned of broad avenues made to carry thousands of vehicles that now existed only as rare faded pictures or piles of unearthed rust. Farther in toward the center, thrusting here and there above the roofs of the state offices and court building and the domes of Chandral's palace, the skeletal remnants of towering structures stood in mute testament to arts that existed here no more. But elsewhere they had been revived, and one day Korshek would learn them. The cabinet is ready. Ronti's voice came from below. Korshek turned. How about the stew? He called back. That's ready too, and we still have half a bottle of wine. Ah, right. First things first, eh? Korshuk picked his way back down to where the wagon stood in a glade among the trees, by a pool formed from a widening of the stream. Sprung high on its axles, it was enclosed under a barrel roof and painted bright red with elaborate designs and mystical symbols along the sides, and a driver's bench up front behind which a flap door opened from the interior. The two horses were tethered a short distance away, where there was water and plenty of grass. The descent down into Escalos would be an easy haul for them. Ronti was behind the wagon, squatting on a box by the fire as he ladled from the hanging pot into a couple of earthen bowls. He was slight and wiry in build, with a mat of black hair, pointed mustachios adorning a mobile, sun-darkened countenance, and dark, beady eyes that never seemed quite able to take the world seriously, but saw more than they pretended to. Korshuk had first encountered him five years previously in the seaport town of Bellamon, working as a street acrobat and contortionist, such talents were exactly the kind of thing needed for an assistant in a new routine that Korshuk had devised, and he offered the position on the spot.